you know what I'm saying? Oh, so it's like, it doesn't make sense to ask them that question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was never dumb enough to actually do it. Yeah, I feel, yeah, because everyone's so different with what they do. And even if it's, like, people that are, like, in the same type of genre, like, they're, some are just crazier than others. Some are just more chill, laid back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, we're recording right now, oh, so for sure. that's either going to be on or it's not. But regardless, <laughs> we're here. It's a new episode, and today I'm joined by Brandon. What's your like stage name, dude? Like, what do you go Spirit by? Spirit Grave. Spirit Grave. Okay, yeah. that sounds like a like a gamer tag. Dude. Yeah. Like, where'd you come? Where'd that come from, dude? Believe it or not, it was a name generator I found for real? online. Yeah. <laughs> dude, Post Malone got his name that way. For real. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. that's funny. No, yeah. I know. Um. Donald Glover got Childish Gambino that way too. For real? Yeah, it was like a Wu Tang uh, generator. That's, that's kind of cool. Off. Yeah, I went to like a chill hop name generator and <laughs> I did like twenty and I landed on like the first one, which was that Spirit Grave. Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, and you were kind of like, I still need another nineteen of them. Yeah, I was like, like let me sure. see what other options, and then I ended up like. It's always the first, the first one. one yeah, though, man. always. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I've never done one of those name generators and like stuck with it. It's always just been for shits and giggles. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going for at first, and then I just like the sound of it, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go with it." That's kind of hard. It's it's like a dark. It kind of has like a dark tone to it. Spirit grave. So it's like, yeah. Do you feel like that's part of your sound a bit? I think that's what I'm gonna start leaning towards more now, actually, because um the music I've been making late recently has just been like, uh, going to more like a synth, uh, direction. Whereas before, like with the latest album I just dropped, it's more lo-fi, super chill. So the name kind of seems a little, uh, trying to look for the word for it. It's just like the polar opposite of my style of music. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So when did you get into this sound? I, like This is the same thing I was asking Ashiyushi because it's kind of like a, a recent, it seems like it's kind of newish, maybe like 2016, 2015. It's been around for a while, I think, like back in like maybe 2007 i would say okay. like when new jobbies and like jay dilla artists like them they were kind of like the pioneers of it and then it just started blowing up around 2015 2016 i think it was it started with those uh you know those hour-long videos yeah. the, the study to study tour or whatever <laughs> exactly, the fuck it is yeah dude. that's what really blew it up with the study girl going on for yeah, hours. yeah 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 is that how how did you discover it? I mean, because Nujabez or Nujabez, however you say it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, He was, you know what I'm saying, like, if you were into anime and stuff like that, you probably knew who he was yeah. or if you kind of knew about Hell, you. if you just put on, like, Adult Swim, I think, or Toonami late at night, was when it popped up. Were, was he on a lot of shows? I, I mainly know him for Samurai Champloo. Yeah. I mean, no, did he... Did they play that on Adult Swim? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, know. yeah. Um, that style of music... Um, it was mainly like recognized with Samurai Champloo, but then like you know during like the middle commercial breaks where they have like random tags playing mm -hmm. um, between shows, you would hear like lo-fi songs coming from like unknown artists, uh, and I think even that's how Flylo started off too. For real? I think Flylo. Yeah. Damn. Fly yeah. Lotus, right? Yeah. That dude's sick. Yeah, because that's how I found out about him back in the day. Adult Swim. Yeah. I found out about him. Uh, I think it was through. Like, I knew about him a little bit. I forgot, like, if he had done, like, a feature or made a beat for someone that I fuck with or something like that. Bro. But um, when GTA Five came out, like, yeah. 2013, you know, he had Fly Low FM or whatever. Yeah. That and was... that's pretty much how I got into him and shit. Oh, nice. Went from there. So late bloomer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say... Because it's not really my genre, you know what I mean? No, I feel you. It's like, I love chill shit. More, more into, like, the indie side or, like... Um, just like soft rock acoustic type shit but like i can only take so much of like the beat 
I hear you. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with it. Like, there's definitely enough synth. Very Like, you can get so creative with synth. It's yeah. unlimited. You know what I mean? You could do any almost any sound you want. So there's some people that get really creative with it and keep it interesting, like New Jabez and shit. Yeah. Who, you know, also do have lyrics. Like, other people come in and, and lay down bars or, or just sing on it real good. So I think that's always cool, too. That's always a dynamic that he had, you know, that a lot of, like, um, you know, kind of people that just make music nowadays just to post on SoundCloud or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of just, like, just beats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the thing with, uh, I notice with, like, Chill Hop or Lo-Fi beats in general. It's, like, it's hard to be diverse with it. A lot of people just kind of use that uh, that low-quality sound, I guess. From my perspective, I feel like they use it as an excuse not to, like, try as hard or like tune it up or finally tune or try to change it up and Mm -hmm. you know that's what i just noticed with a lot of it so that's why when i started like making it myself i wanted to try and make it different with each song as i possibly could so do you feel like uh did you ever play in a band before you said you played guitar and shit yeah i was in um i was in my latest one was beach bum I've heard about them. Yeah, it was. I uh, think I'd, I'd like seen them on Instagram or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. We were, uh, we were, we even played like two shows, I think, before okay. we broke up because, wow, okay. yeah, a couple members just like That's decided, it? yeah, that was it. Fuck. Yeah, no, I was bummed out. I really, uh, I really was into that project. Yeah, it sucks when you make the fucking social media for it. Yeah, <laughs> everything. everything. Yeah. You play shows, people like it, and then yeah. it's done. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure, dude. Um, um, and then I also played in a band called Trash Humpers. Trash Humpers? Trash Humpers. When, when was this? <laughs> this is back in 2015, okay. I think. So that's a while back. Yeah, it was um, with my friend JP and uh, my friend Gunther. We were just, um, we were just like fucking around playing punk music, and then we we're like, yeah, let's do it for real. Polka? We, polka? Punk. Oh, polka. I was like, <laughs> I was like yo, this <laughs> man was hitting the polka, yeah? With the fucking... Straight up, uh, the accordion, accordion Yeah, dude, okay. Fair enough. No, okay, punk music. Yeah, just punk. That was my genre. You like punk? Yeah. Word? Yeah, straight up. Um, okay, okay, fair enough. I mean, I'm in, I'm into all kind of music, honestly, man. I'm into punk. I'm into metal. I started off with, like, alternative and metal. That was, like, the main genres I always listened to. You like um, country? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I like some anytime, songs. Anytime, anytime someone says I like anything, oh, I like yeah. all kinds of music. That's the first question I was asking: Was do you like country? And the answer, ninety-eight <laughs> percent of the time, is no. And I was like, I fucking yeah. gotcha. <laughs> but because I don't like country either. I, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, I will listen to certain songs. Like, there's some artists where I'm like, I'll sit down and listen to like Zach Brown Brand. They ain't too bad. Uh, I guess you can count Johnny Cash, but yeah, he's yeah, kind of like sure. a genre on his own. I feel he's just Johnny Cash. Yeah, he's just Johnny Cash. I fuck with Johnny Cash. Yeah, heavy, dude. I fuck. I mean, I don't know if I don't think Elvis counts, but I like Elvis. I guess yeah. I mean, Elvis is good, but I don't know if I would call him country. Yeah, I don't think so either. Maybe some influence. He's but white people music for sure. Straight though. up. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that other dude? The stoner dude, Kenny Rogers? No, Kenny, not Kenny Rogers. No, that's that's, uh, that, that's, that's he's bound and down. That's that's what that is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fucking man, with the he's a white dude with the with the two fucking braids. I know who down. you're talking. Willie I, I, Nelson. Billy, yeah, is it Willie, Willie Nelson? Nelson? Willie Nelson. Yeah, so the big like Kenny yeah. Rogers, my <laughs> dumbass. Yeah, but no, Willie Nelson. That guy's pretty cool. Yeah, no, he's, he's awesome. country music. Yeah, I is mean, I think, I, yeah, I think he's country. I would yeah. say. I, I think it, I think it's mainly his personality that sticks out. He's just like that really humble dude. Yeah, chill guy, dude. And I like shit like that. That's why I fuck with like Mac DeMarco and. Yeah, people like that. You know what I mean? Like just real chill dudes who just kind of make their music and yeah, the, the people that just seem go. real. You know, they don't try to give into like that celebrity status, I guess, or try to 
I guess, go with the flow like every other artist is trying to go with. Yeah, it's hard to stay, like, level-headed and grounded when you're that famous, you know what I mean? And you can go, or you can't go, really, a lot of places without people hounding you and shit like that. Yeah, man. It's easy for that shit to get to your head, you know what I mean? People get... Especially if you're young. Yeah, for sure, if you're young, definitely. But, I mean, you you give someone a a managerial position at a fucking Wendy's, and they're going to let that shit get to their head, you know what I mean? So, (laughs) imagine being loved by millions of people. It's like, how can that not get to your head? Yeah, your ego will just grow bigger from there. Yeah, so when someone's able to maintain that under control and still be cool and down to earth like that, it it says a lot, you know what I'm saying? That's character. Yeah, exactly, for sure. Uh, Which is hard, man. It's out here, dude. I don't know. Have you played shows as Spirit Grave? I played about two. Okay, (laughs) so double. you got got two in this genre, two in this genre, man. Which one's going to win? You know what I mean? Exactly. But why did did you end up gravitating towards doing the lo-fi and the and the chill hop stuff because um, you felt like it was easier than having to deal with being in a band and having to deal with other people, or do you yeah. still want to be in a band? Or something I would like that? still be open to being in a band for sure, uh-huh. especially if like close friends of mine were like, "Hey, you want to do this?" And I'll be like, "Sure, why not?" But if it was like someone who maybe wasn't a close friend but had a project and approached you, would you like? Cause is it now that you know, yo, I can make music by myself. I can play shows by myself. Yeah. Would it? Do you feel like it's kind of a drag to have to? I mean, it's definitely way? it's definitely easier for sure. I mean, especially now since like we're all stuck inside. Mm-hmm. Like it's like oh, I have to worry about going to practice mm-hmm. and like arranging everybody's schedule because that's the main issue. It's like everybody's schedule schedules always like conflict with each other. One hundred percent. Yeah. Whereas with me, I can just go to my room and start working on my laptop for a couple hours. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So that, but that's still something that interests you. Yeah, for sure, definitely. If the project is, you know, something that catches my interest, I'll be like, I'll give it a go. And it's like, what what still calls to you about it? Because like you you went this route. Yeah. The, you know, the, would you call yourself a DJ, a producer? What would you call Just yourself? Just a producer. producer. I, I wouldn't call myself as far as DJ. What's the difference between a DJ and a producer? Uh, DJ, I would say, is just a dude that like. You know, he can either play, like, with turntables and everything. He does, like, his own beats or he'll get, like, other songs from others and start performing at different clubs and all that shit. Whereas a producer is just the type of dude, I guess, that is, like, he's more at the stay-at-home type mm-hmm. where he wants to, you know, he'll work with other artists and make beats for them and collaborate more. Um, as DJs, they don't, I noticed they don't really do as much producing. A lot of them just like to... You know, play random tunes. Play music, maybe yeah. mix them together. Exactly, and make yeah. Like, um, what are they, like remixes and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, just like stuff like that. But um, like um, my boss, he's a DJ, um, especially for like this radio station. And he, I've talked to him about producing and he's told me many times he just doesn't have the patience for it. For what? For producing? For producing, okay, yeah. Okay, so okay. I feel like that's what kind of is like that, that stink, distinct uh, difference between the two. Okay, I hear yeah. you. Well, yeah, I've always had a bit more respect for producers and after DJs. And then you have kind of people who do both. Um, yeah. I think like Daft Punk. Yeah, no, like definitely. Yeah. That's one of a, that's a big example. It's a good one. Yeah, because, I mean, I've seen them perform live. They're out there fucking, yeah, all these kinds crazy. of buttons and shit. And yeah. They mix their songs live. Like, if you go back and listen to, um, I think it's called Live? Uh, Pyramid, some shit? Um, mm. Live... 2006 maybe I don't know It was a live album They recorded in 06 Right And it sounds like They mixed their shit live And it sounds so good Like it's so on point And it's like They mix like Really like popular songs Yeah together, dude you know They, I mean? they like know they it They snap Yeah they, And they still do I don't think Do they still perform? They don't play shows often at all dude. Yeah I was gonna say Like I haven't heard alive, from them Since like Alive That's what it's called Alive That's yeah, what it's yeah, called Yeah, yeah, yeah. my bad um, Yeah I haven't heard from them Since like 
the Tron movie they worked on. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. it. No, they released something after that. Uh, Random Access Memories. Oh, that's true. That they came did out have 2013 as yeah. well. 2013 was a good fucking year for music. Yeah, group. man. Acid Rap came out that year. Yeah. Chance the Rapper. That that's was a great that fucking mixtape. That's the one I listen to to this day, man. That's his honestly. best. That's yeah. his best work. I think uh, because the internet came out that year too. Didn't because it? the internet yeah. also came out that year. Correct. Um, I have that album on vinyl. Same. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah with the Brooklyn and shit. Yeah, yeah. Man, oh, the whole man. script. Yeah, dude, that dude, shit is sick. That album, I followed like front to back everything, man. I was like obsessed with it when it first came out me too dude yeah. when oh man because it like the production on it is so yeah, sick it was insane dude. i think from his crawl name, from the first dude, fucking song that, that shit kicks in poof, i heard it and i was like kicked. i need to see this live because yeah. that sounds like did you was, get to see him i only got to see him when he did camp i never oh, got to see that him was right wait that was before that was before because then i was upset Oof. Yo, if, yo, <laughs> yo! I wish I had gotten to see him in concert. Now he's too big. You yeah, know way too big, and he's probably not gonna be performing as much. Nah, from what bro. I understand, he doesn't seem like the type anymore. Yeah, like that goes on tour and shit. Did yeah. you listen to his last album? I did. Did yeah. you fuck with it? Nah, I mean, me not either, really. man. Dude, I was kind. I was really disappointed. Me too. Because I love that man's music, like, like all of his stuff, even his mixtapes, all that stuff. Me and my friend Mike, we talk about his music constantly. Dude, and he's sick. It, it was boring. I'm not gonna lie, it was just boring. Yeah, I was. I, I was so mad that like, cause the first track is just like, kind of yelling and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and is it algorithm? Is that the first one? No, or no, no, no. Before algorithm. Yeah, the intro song. Yeah, it was just him song. like repeating. Yeah, yeah, the same yeah. Line some over phrase over. or something. I was like, all right. And I'm waiting for the song. I'm like, ooh, this shit's gonna be hard. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like a minute of it, and then it goes. I was like, I could have skipped this shit. Yeah, you know straight I mean? up. <laughs> I was so mad, and from then on, I was kind of just put off. I was like, you made me sit through a minute of that for no payoff or yeah. nothing. Like. Yo, I can't deal with that. And I wasn't fucking with it. I still think because the internet is his best album. Oh, for sure. No, that's like, like his masterpiece. No that's a classic. Yeah. You people were saying? calling. It's weird because I see critics and people calling this new one his masterpiece. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, dude. They tripping, bro. Yeah, sure. And maybe, maybe, um, you know, maybe it's like his 808s and heartbreak type shit is going to hit later. Maybe. But because the internet hit right off the top. that's And b- I, the reason I found Chance the Rapper was um because the internet. Because the worst guys. All he did oh, was really? the hook on that shit. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. I was like, yo, I'm going, who is this guy? And then, um, honestly, f- on the first listen to Acid Rap, I didn't like it. Like, I feel that it was very jarring. Yeah, it was yeah. different. I wasn't used to that um, that Chicago sound. I forgot what it's called. That juke, I think it's called, type shit. Yeah. And I, I was just, I'm not used to that Chicago sound. You know what I'm saying? Like, rap used to be really regional. You know what I'm saying? You could recognize West Coast, East Coast, Chicago rap, South yeah. rap, like ATL type shit. Um, and so, yeah, it was like you said, jarring in the, his ad libs and shit. Yeah. Just it was real weird. It was weird. And it, it took a while to get used to. But then, like, the more I listened to it, mm-hmm. I just started falling in love it with it. It grew on me. Yeah. It actually, this is what happened. I really liked the album cover. Like, I had yeah. come across the album cover a few different times. And I'm... I'm like, man, I don't know what this album is about or whatever, but this album cover is dope. And then because the internet came out and I saw that he was featured on it, and I'm like, where do I know this name? And then the album cover came up. I was like, oh, let me listen to this shit. And I didn't like it at all. I was like, oof. So I still had it on my phone, though, because, you know, I had an Android and I had a Rocket Player. You (laughs) know what I'm saying? It was like a little app or whatever. If you know about that, you know. Uh, and then you know you have the your music on an SD card and shit. You know it's yeah. not like now where you're streaming everything. Yeah, like, you could just stream it like I torrented it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And boom, just put it on my phone like that. And so it was sitting there, and then um, I was going down a list of like top uh, 100 songs of 2013 or some shit like that. And Pushing Man was on it, 
Yeah, and that's I was right. like, "What? This fucking song? Are you shitting me, bro? <laughs> Above this song or this song? Like, there were other songs that I liked throughout the year. Yeah, uh, the Strokes' come, '80s Come Down Machine came out in 2013 as well. Oh, that's right. So they you just know, released a new one too, actually. Right? Fantastic. That's that's the poster from where I already have it on vinyl. Oh shit! I'm yeah, a I'm a huge fan dude, of dude. I haven't even given a listen yet. It's fantastic because yeah. I like the Strokes, but I never like sat down and really listened to them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But they're a really good band. I could go on for hours, so I'm just not even gonna. Start. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm just not even gonna start. I don't want to so. open that can of worms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not yet. Let me finish yeah. talking about Chance right quick. And so um, uh, I see that the, uh, the you know, they named Pusher Man, and I'm like, what the fuck? That's kind of weird. Let me listen to this fucking song. They say it's so great. And then I listen to it, and, like, it actually hit. Because I, I don't think I ever listened past the break yeah. where it stops, and then the, the, the other half of the song starts. And when that part hit, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, this like that. Spitting, bro. And from then is when I was like, let me listen to this whole shit again, and yeah. it started hitting from there. And then I went back and listened to 10 Day. 10 Day? I don't think I checked that one out. You haven't heard 10 Day? Nah. His first mixtape? Nah, dude. Yo. Because, like, I've only really heard Acid Rap and Coloring Book. Oh, for real? Him. Yeah. Have you heard Surf? Surf. Is that some, was that, like, sometime after it Coloring Book? It was in between Coloring Book and Acid Rap. I might have heard it, but it probably didn't stick with me as much as those two. It was a side project yeah. type thing. It wasn't that great. It was kind of underwhelming. There was, like, one really good song on it, I believe. Um... And yeah, honestly, bro, um, well, coloring book, I was disappointed. Yeah, I was a little too. Not that I mean, it's not good. Yeah, but compared that's the, that's to acid rap, man. Yeah. After yeah, I don't, and and then and then and then what is it? What's the new one that he dropped? He dropped a new one. Shit, I'm so behind. <laughs> don't even bother. Don't really. Don't even bother. That bad. I think it's called. New Day or some shit like that. Oh wait, I it's with the, the one with like CD, the flowers. We're holding the CD. Or it's holding CD, I think so. Clear yeah. CD. I've heard that. I've heard that one. I listened to it maybe. The big day or some shit like that. I think it's called. Yeah, I think I only heard a few songs and I kind of like mm -mm. gave up. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, not my thing, bro. Do you think like he just peaked that acid rap? You think that might be it? I think it could be maybe like an Eminem type situation, whereas like once he got off the drugs, you know, not to yeah. fault him for he made a, a an adult decision and yeah, the smart decision for his health and whatnot. But it's like. A little bit his music suffered for years. No one was fucking with Eminem, dude. Through, yeah, straight up. Through uh, um, that album uh, uh, with, with 3 a.m. on it or whatever. Um, what the fuck was it I called? I forgot what it's Relapse. called. No, it's not. Is it Relapse? Yeah. The 3 a.m., right? Yeah, I think it. Yeah, yeah. Relapse. Yeah. yeah. Relapse. And then I liked Recovery personally, but a lot of people I didn't it. like Recovery. Uh, and then Marshall Mathers LP 2. I did not like that one. And then the, 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 the one with the, the song about. With the American flag, that yeah, album was trash. I hated that album. It was trash. It yeah, was not I did good. Not like so it. it was another basically relapse. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then what was it? Kamikaze. Actually, I enjoyed that one. That wasn't there one in between that and Kamikaze. No, 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 no. no that's right. Kamikaze came after. Yeah. And like everyone was hyping it up so much that when I actually went to listen to it, I was underwhelmed. Oh, okay. It was you. good. It was solid. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It felt. It kind of felt like the closest to old school Eminem we were gonna get. And I feel like people people just harped on that point too much. And I was expecting real. And, and not that he wasn't, but he also took some shots at some people that I fucked with. And yeah. it was totally unnecessary. Yeah, like, so uh, like Little Yachty. I remember he took a shot at him. I don't go fuck about that. Yeah, yeah. He took a shot at Tyler the Creator and Earl Sweatshirt. That's yeah, what bothered man, me the what most. What the fuck? Those are two like really, really dope artists. I feel like he's just doing it at this point just to like stir people up. I don't. I feel like that's the only reason because I don't re recall him having any beef with those people for anything. 
Um, I think Tyler at one point said that Eminem picks like the worst beats, like him and Nas or some shit pick like the worst beats. Oh shit! And like, but it was just like passing in an interview. I don't know. It was not. He didn't say that like he didn't fuck with Eminem or that he wasn't a great rapper. He's just yeah. like I don't like his beats. You know what I'm saying? Guess you can't take criticism. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I guess he took that shit personally because he, you know, what I'm saying he came at Tyler hard for no reason. Yeah, and, that's um, ridiculous. I think honestly, I think Tyler dropped best album of last year. Hell yeah, Igor. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Shit was so unexpected. Like it came out of nowhere. Dude. Yeah, man, and it's it was so it was so different from anything he's done before. But it was very him still. Like the thing is though, um, not to interrupt you. No worries. If you go back to Cherry Bomb, yeah. I feel like when Cherry Bomb first came out, he got a lot of hate for it. I mean, I don't know how long you've been following Tyler since Goblin, dude. Oh, okay, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So when when Cherry Bomb came out, um. Like it got a lot of hate Not a lot of people Were fucking with it Like the yeah. distortion Was mad heavy His his um Excuse me His voice Was mixed in real deep Like you could It was real low in the mix But you go back to it now And I hear like The ideas that He perfected with Igor You know what I mean Yeah Production wise It seemed like I guess maybe Just people weren't ready For that style yet You yeah. know Maybe it was just An album that's ahead of its time And if you go back to it now Like you'll Fucking bump it Yeah no I really I, I liked it back then I really yeah. liked um yeah. Too young, and, and you know that's the song that introduced me to Kali Uchis. Oh right, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Smuckers with Lil Wayne and Kanye. Smuckers, yeah, another great song. Those were those were good songs. I mean, I personally didn't really fuck with it back in the day. Um, I think I got tired. I didn't get tired of him after Wolf. I just kind of fell off the map with his stuff. Um, and Odd Future in general. Even though I still like enjoy their music to this day, like I'll still blast like uh, Bastard and Goblin and all that. But uh, Cherry Bomb. It was just one of those that I couldn't get into. Oh, okay, I hear yeah. you. Do, do you want like do you looking back at that now? Do you kind of see like why you fell out of that? Because now Igor came out and like you fuck with it. Yeah. So it's like what happened between that I then think and my, now? I think my music taste just started like it's always changing for one. Like I'm always like listening to like one genre to the next. Like I go back and forth between like like rock to rap to like electronic music and then. Now I now that I'm older, I just kind of listen to it all, whatever I'm in the mood for. But yeah, like yeah. I used to hop back and forth between genres all the time when I was younger. Did you like Flower Boy? Flower Boy's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually saw. Actually, I saw him like I think at three points last year. Oh, wait, he, was he was at three points. Yeah, last year. Oh shit. Yeah, and um, I had just listened to Flower Boy before I saw him, and I was like really into it. Um, but his performance just. I don't know what it was. He kind of seemed like he was like not wanting to be there when he like played. Word. Yeah, but I remember like I think maybe that's when I actually started listening to that, and then I um, Tyler again, and then I started listening to Igor, and I was like, holy shit, this this man still got it. Yeah, Igor was on another level. I think that's like like peak. Like I don't know if he's. Like I almost don't want to even listen to the next album. Yeah, you know because I mean? you're scared it's just gonna be another th- like another Childish Gambino situation. It could be, yeah, man. Because like, how do you follow that up? And even with Flower Boy, I was kind of like, like, what is he? I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. Like, and then my boy hit me up one day, like, Yo, Tyler's album dropped. I was like, Tyler has an album coming out. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah, it's one of the things where like I just hear my friends talk about. It. I'm like, Oh, I guess I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah. No, but that album. It really, it really hit home with me. Um, just, I don't know, a lot of the themes and stuff that he talks about. Yeah. I was really fucking with, like, just not even talking about the production. The production in itself is a whole, whole thing you can get yeah, into. Dude. Layers and layers and, and all the samples, like the, the Al Green sample and, and Are We yeah. Still Friends. Are know? We Still Friends, dude. That shit 
it hits home every time I hear it. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. And, you know, the sampling work and, and the drum mixing and everything that he did there was, was fucking solid. Yeah. Um, the same thing with A Boy Is A Gun. I don't know if he... I think, yeah, he used the same sample that... Um, well, from the same song that Kanye used in Bound 2. It's the same song. They both sampled the same song. Oh, okay, gotcha. He actually um, worked with Kanye on that beat. Um, and they no went, shit. Yeah, he went with like a different version of it or whatever, the one that ended up being on Yeezus. But uh, I guess Tyler liked that song for the sampling so much that he kind of put it in his pocket and kind of held and it. And just had that. it like somewhere just chilling there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because he has hundreds of beats and shit, I'm oh, sure. I, yeah, I bet, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got like, he's probably got like two whole albums or EPs, whatever, just waiting to be released. Yeah, man, I wouldn't doubt it, dude. But you could tell that like a different kind of effort went into this. You know what I mean? Yeah, this felt kind of more like a passion project. And yeah. like, this is like what he really wanted to do. Because for a while, I thought he wasn't going to come back. Like, I thought he was just going to I heard be, rumors that he was done for a while. Too. Yeah, same. I was starting to hear all that, and then he just fucking bounced back hard. Yeah, I got to see him on the Igor tour, actually, dude. No shit, how yeah, was yeah, it? Yeah, it was fantastic, dude. Yeah. I came home with a wig and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome, yeah, man. Dude. I love Tyler, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, especially after the last album. Like, Flower Boy, I was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really stepped his game up. Because Cherry Bomb, don't get me wrong, like, there were four, f- maybe like three or four songs on there that I was like, ugh. Like, yeah. I'm not feeling this. You know what I'm saying? Even now, going back to listen to it, there's still some songs that I'll skip. But for the most part, I fucked with it. So I never really fell out with Tyler. You know what I'm saying? With Earl, I'm kind of falling out with him now because his last yeah. two projects, like, the last one, not Feet of Clay, the one before Feet of Clay, I was kind of like, uh, some rap songs, that's what it is. It's all okay. And I was like, oof. Like, I'm not really, there were some songs, like, maybe was that one the or two one with, songs. Um, was that the one with Hive? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Hive was, oof. That was 2013. Okay, yeah. Another, <laughs> Another good, good one from yeah. Yo, Wolf and Doris. That's right. Holy came out shit. in 2013. Yeah, Doris. That's Dude, why I yeah. have that on vinyl. As yeah, well. that was a fucking incredible record. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then after that, I just didn't hear from him again. No, I just didn't dude, bother. Um, the record after Doris is really, really good too. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Yeah, that album is sick. And um, every song ends with like a minute and a half of like instrumental. Or like thirty seconds of yeah. instrumental. I've noticed like he just tacks it on their last minute. Yeah, and it's or just, a vibe. just a complete beat switch. Yeah, and the last like minute of the song is a completely different switch. And um, he, I think that's the album where he stepped up his production game, and you're kind of starting to see his personality come yeah. out. He's getting weirder and weirder with it, and I respect him for being artistic with it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, like, it means something to him. I'm sure. I'm just not really vibing with the sound like I was before. The thing is, I think with Doris is, um, I think he had more personal attachment to it because he was talking about, you know, the issues like he had, like, because, you know, his whole thing, like his mom didn't want him part of Art Future and all that and like sent him away. Um, he was talking about, about that, how the fans were cheating, treating him and his mom because of it. Yeah, and but he's still tackling dark themes like his dad died while he was making some rap songs oh shit and he was working on like trying to fix his relationship with his dad and stuff and that album was actually supposed to be like a peace offering like he was gonna take some of his poetry and stuff and he actually did put it in one of his songs he put his uh his dad and his mom like on the same song like doing spoken word type shit because you know his dad's a poet right so um yeah he was trying to make amends with his dad and his dad died before he finished the the record so It's actually mad. He's still going deep with it. That's why I respect it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the it's just sound wise, it's just not like an Igor or Flower Boy or yeah, something. Yeah, no. You know? It's kind of it is kind of hard to separate 
those uh, artists because they come from the same group, but mm -hmm. they're so different in their own way. Like, yeah, like Frank Ocean, he was part of uh, Future, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's very different. Love but, Frank Ocean. Yeah, he's great. I don't know when the fuck he's going to drop another record, if ever, but. Yeah, he's going to drop another record for yeah. sure because he's been dropping singles. Yes. I don't know if you've uh, heard him. He's dropped like four. Nah, dude. Yeah, he dropped one in Spanish, actually. No he shit. A, he has a song in Spanish called You're giving Cayendo. me so much shit to listen to on the ride back home now. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good, dude. That one. Um, But he's kind of working with some different sounds. Like um, two songs that he came out with before, DHL and In My Room, they're kind of like... um like rap type trap type shit like yeah. not like kind of like chill you know what i'm saying kind of like lo-fi type yeah. shit and then um the last two that he came out dear april and cayendo the spanish one they're kind of more like acoustic kind of oh, okay. like they be off blonde you know okay like yeah come off I hear of blonde, which is one of my favorite albums yeah that's a great record time, dude so good that and channel orange channel orange i think might be my favorite honestly frank yeah. frank record yeah i think mine's definitely blonde but um, I'm excited because I really like the songs that he's been dropping, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of the same thing with Tyler. Tyler, for a while, was just dropping singles and stuff. Like, he dropped Okra. I don't know if you know Okra. Okra, that song. no, no. That shit is sick. Damn, dude. The beat drop on it is sick. I'll have to check um, it. He's dropped a few singles after um, Igor, actually. I have, like, it's been, I guess I'm just so off the music. Like, I don't really go out my way too much to... Uh, you know, check out like artists and like keep up with the releases until, like I said, my friends point them out. So, who are some of the people that have inspired you in the last year? And some of the in records the that you've listened to that really resonated with you, other than like maybe you know Igor or whatever we talked about already. Uh, there's a lot of different ones, honestly. Like I guess one because the internet, just the concept behind it, kind of inspired me to work more on Detox to get like my own like ideas flowing through each songs on there. That's definitely a big one. Uh, I was just by the way. Going back to your tape, Detox. What's um, up? Uh, there's no lyrics on it, right? No. So when... I, and I read the little description you had yeah. there. Um, talking about the different types of emotions that you're trying to portray yeah. through the track list. How do you portray emotion without lyrics? Like, how do you portray feelings just through beats? Can just you describe that? For me, personally, how I do it is I'm just working on a beat. I work on a melody. And as I'm mixing and putting it together, it's kind of just like how I'm feeling, like, when I'm listening to the song, how I feel, like, how I want people to feel when, like, they start uh, listening to it. Um, it's And it's weird because it's like I kind of have a little concept story behind each song. Mm -hmm. Um and it wasn't like that at first. I was just making beats to make beats. And then I kind of started piecing it together, like, as I went on. But, yeah, it's just mainly just trying to, you know, evoke a certain emotion to the listener. So is it when you say you have, like, kind of, like, little story, kind of yeah. maybe, like, clips of, you know what I'm saying, like, ideas? Yeah. To go with the track? I actually wrote an outline, like a script outline. Kind of like Because of the Internet? Kind of, yeah. Um, I actually wanted to do, me and my friend, he came up with the idea he wanted to do a short for it. But because of this whole COVID-19 bullshit, we just never got around to doing it. So I just released a record like that. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, if yeah. it was just short clips, not like a whole short film. Like, it was just something. So how do you... um are there certain chords you want to hit or like minors or majors or like are there songs that you listen to that pull emotions out of you and you kind of try and use those as inspiration like because when you're trying to portray you could just say what you mean in lyrics you know yeah exactly it's so much easier for that way yeah but um not really i don't really have a specific uh chords i try to uh struck it's usually it's just kind of like comes with whatever beat i'm trying to sample um whatever melody like just kind of lands and then 
it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of like happy accidents. What kind of what kind of um, equipment do you use? Like, what's your go tos? I use um, be as so, techy as possible, <laughs> man, for all these fucking producer heads out there. Oh, you're gonna be disappointed because I'm like, when it comes to like terms and all that, I'm like the worst because I just I don't know. Yeah, shit. same. Trust me, man. Like, the one uh, tool I use is just a, a Kai MIDI controller, a MIDI play. I've been like uh, using for Ableton because that's the program I've been messing with lately. Uh, Ableton's always great. That's what um, my band uses to when we record and stuff. Ableton's fantastic. Yeah, dude, it was a fucking nightmare to deal with first. Like, it looked like a spaceship when I, when I first got it. Because um, I used to use FL Studios, and that was so much easier to navigate. Fruity work. Loops. Yeah. Shouts out, man. I heard about that way back in the day, dude. Yeah. You like, never mess with it? Nah, 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 nah. Like, I heard about it in DR, dude, in Dominican Republic. That's oh, where I'm from. Uh, my my cousin, he's like, un programa que yo tengo ahí, Fruity Lou, Fruity Lou. I was like, what is Fruity Lou? What are you talking about? And I just, I, I saw him coming across one day, and it, it looked like a spaceship to me, like the little squares and shit. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, look, that's weird, because it looks so easy for me off the bat. And now, then I right? my look, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, really? Yeah. Off the bat, you felt like yeah. it was kind of user-friendly, Fruity yeah. Loops? Yeah, straight up. Because, well, my friend... Um, my friend was a good teacher because he's a DJ and producer. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ Recovery, shout out to him. Shout out, yo, shout out DJ Recovery, come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he taught me pretty much back in like 2013. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. So Everything happened in 2013 with music, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's a great year for music, man. I'll yeah. say it again, goddammit. Um, but yeah, he taught me like how to use it, and I started messing with like. Uh, trying to do like trap beats, but it was not working out, so I gave up. <laughs> just <laughs> infinite hi hat, yeah, <laughs> just straight up. Um, and then years later, I started like just so you kind of just myself. let it get, get dust. You kind of yeah. took a break from it. Yeah, for a I took while. a break from it. Then that's when I did uh, you know, trash humpers and beach bum, just that style of music. And then I got back with straight. trash humpers. Yeah, <laughs> if you're curious, we got it from uh, we got it from a harmony harmony Corinne movie. Of the same Harmony name, Harmony Corinne. I've never yeah. heard of them. Was that director? He's a director. Yeah, he wrote he wrote the movie Kids like back in the day. I don't know if you heard of it. Kids. Yeah, I only know that MGMT song. Kids. I think that's what it's, it's inspired from. Oh, for real? Yeah, I think. Um, huh. When did it come out? Shit, back in like the nineties. Like oh. it was ninety five. I think it's. You're saying that's what the song is inspired by? That movie? That I think that's where they got the name from. Maybe. I think. Maybe. No, I've never seen it. Though. I've never heard of it. Dude, it's what's uh, it about? It's it's just like a typical it was one of those like controversial movies back in the day where it was supposed to scare like adults about like how teenagers really are like it was a bunch of teens in new york going around doing fuck shit like there's not really much of a story except what the fuck yeah um it's pretty fucked up this guy like is it like a snuff film no but it's a it's pretty much a guy that goes he starts having sex with like these girls and he doesn't know that he has AIDS. And this is when the AIDS epidemic was like at an all time. Oh shit. Yeah. And this one girl realizes she has, and she's trying to track him down. Meanwhile, like him and his friends are doing all these crazy things like drugs and, you know, getting into fights. Sharing needles and shit. Pretty much. Yeah. It's just, it's just typical, like typical, like that reefer madness. type. Yeah. Kind of, but it's like not cheesy. Okay. Okay. It's very real and grounded. And, it's pretty dated now because you can just easily call somebody up and be like, "Yo, you gave me this. What the fuck?" But yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, day, you don't gotta find them <laughs> yeah, in the middle exactly. of Manhattan. Um, but yeah, it, like I watched it when I was in middle school, and that shit fucked me up for real. Yeah. How the fuck did you come across that? Was it a rated R movie? It's NC seventeen. It's not what rated R is. No, rated R is like seventeen. Like you need a parent to come with you if you're like under seventeen. NC seventeen is like you cannot like. 
Oh. Yeah, you have to be 17 or 18 to watch this. Like, it was originally rated X, and then they changed it to NC-17. Shit. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Okay, okay again, so how did you come across this movie <laughs> when you were what, uh, this This girl I was uh, with, she showed it to me. And, and you were how old? I was 15. Oh, 15. Yeah, so that shit was, like, right at me. That's so <laughs> weird. Because all these kids were 15, 16, too. Oh, God. Such yeah. a weird, it, there's a bunch of movies that... uh. You know, a lot of people have told me to check out, and I just can't get through it. Like, oh, uh, dude. Clockwork Orange. That's like one of my, as fucked up as it is, it's one of my favorite films. Really? Yeah. That's Can what you got explain me. to me what that movie's even about? Because I can't get through the first scene. It's with the rape hard. scene, dude. Yeah, that's brutal. That was fucked up. But just like the craft behind it, like Stanley Cooper, the director, he's just a genius filmmaker. Like he's done Full Metal Jacket 2001. Yeah, I know Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Um, but with Clockwork, it's like a weird fucked up story about redemption just about this guy that he's like into violence and in this gang and everything and he kind of has like this fall from grace that's like the best way i can put it without spoiling it how do you fall from grace if you're already like a douche you fall harder (laughs) and then like after that even when it comes to like the story of redemption it's it doesn't go the way you think it is Hmm. i don't know man it's a it's a very twisted film didn't didn't that chick that was in that movie ended up like fucked up about it or something Mm, i think oh was that the shining that's the shining uh, Shelly Duvall Yes Yeah cause the director Was so brutal towards her That, that was like, a Kubrick movie though, Yeah Wasn't it that, that, And that kinda that, That's kinda what gave me A weird feeling about Stanley Kubrick Yeah he's he was a very weird dude You know he was very extreme And hardcore when it came To his craft you know Do you feel like The shit that she went through Was worth a good movie No So Never So how I don't know Not to I attack you personally I just feel like I should ask this Like how Why do you fuck with him If you feel that way because as much as I, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of, I guess, like the situation with XXX, like he was a pretty terrible person, but you know, I will, I'd be like lying if I didn't admit I did enjoy some of his music. I fucking love that. Dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, man, it's okay, like, that's yeah. a good point. Dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Argue, yeah. Yeah. Like, so that's it's like the same point. thing. Like you have to separate the person from the art yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as great as a movie it is, like reading shit like that, it, it does bother me, you know? Does it? Do you still go back and watch The Shining? Yeah, oh, I've, I've never seen it. I want to watch oh, it though. It seems a, like such a great movie. It is a great movie. It is not for everybody. I will say that, okay. even especially nowadays, because, um, I mean, actually, no, it might be different now depending on the type of movies you are. Because movies now are so different than they were before. Oh, I mean, I love uh, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, yeah, you know I mean, I'm sure that's basic now. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I but like I mean, no, no. There's still people that don't like Tarantino that I, don't get it. I, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. But but you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, there's always you. one movie. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, how can you not like Django? You know Django's saying? incredible. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great fucking movie. Yeah, I you know love what I'm it. Um, but yeah, I say give The Shining a shot. It's really good. And then if you like that, definitely watch its sequel, Doctor Sleep, that came out. That uh, came out recently, yeah. right? A couple years ago, or no? Last it just came year? out like uh, October. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wow, was it good? It was really good. Fuck. Yeah, dude, it's it hard to follow something up like that that's held up for yeah, so long, dude, there decades. Yeah, so much. It was so much hype, but so it was. I was so skeptical going in. I but can't imagine. I loved it. It was Damn, so for good. Real? That's always fucking so good, dude. Yeah. That's how I feel like when, when a band hasn't dropped an album in years, and they finally do, and it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, but you should picture that. It's like, it's weirder, I guess, for a movie, because it's almost like... Because it's an entirely new crew. It's a new director, a new writer. Oh, Kubrick had no part of it. Yeah. Well, Kubrick's been dead? long. Yeah, he's been long gone okay. since like uh, 97. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Wow. So that's why, especially me and a bunch of other people were just skeptical. so skeptical about this. Like, I mean, yeah, there's a book already based off of it, but like, will this 
follow up the movie. Did they? Did it hold up? I mean, I think it did. It's different. They're two completely different movies. It's like, not as diabolical as the first one. No, definitely not. It's more of a, it's more of a modern horror film with like more supernatural elements. Uh, whereas with The Shining, it's more of a psychological thriller. I wouldn't even say thriller. I would say drama. Okay. Yeah. That's like the best way to put it. I gotta watch that movie, dude. I, dude, worth it. Like I think it's on Netflix. If anything, dude, is check it? it out. Yeah, I don't think it is, but I will look for it. Pretty sure. But um, yeah, man, I love that. Um, I, it's kind of like uh, you you have an example in that regard where it's like they followed up The Shining and they did it justice, and then you have the new Star Wars trilogy. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you, dude, you, you could go one way, you could go the yeah, other. Yeah, but man. with dude, especially that last one, that was just. Hot garbage. Yeah, yeah. You know, I com- I avoided them. You, you know avoided them. I haven't watched. I I, I put on seven. Like I, a friend of mine got Disney Plus. I was like, oh, let me use it real quick. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what's on here. And I got like halfway through seven. I was like, I'm not feeling this. Yeah, dude, don't bother with the rest because like seven's the only good one out of that new trilogy. Seven. Yeah, is man. The good one. Yeah. Oof. I mean, that one I can sit down and watch, and I'll be fine with it. You know, I'll still enjoy. Yeah, I'll still enjoy it. I was not enjoying it, man. And no. I like. I. You know what, dude? I like the the original. Uh, or, or the original. Trilogy? No, well, yeah, but I'm saying the uh, the original prequels. Oh, really? The prequels. Yeah, I like the prequels. I like Revenge of the Sith a Come lot. Come on, man. One and two were not that bad, <laughs> dude. Dude, I tried watching one the other day. But I, Darth Maul was bad. Yeah, he's badass. So was Qui Gon. It took bro. two hours to get there, though. You know, facts, bro. But still, that Everything, that fight was was sick. Of course, two dude, of them. If anything, if anything, that trilogy had was good choreography with the fights. Some of it was like. A little weird, but you know what? I still enjoyed it, especially as a kid. Dude, as a kid, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. My introduction to Star Wars was Phantom Menace. Really? So saying? that was the first one you watched? That was the first Star Wars uh, I watched, man, when I was a child, you know? Dude, I watched the original because my aunt just sat me down and made me watch them. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to her for, you know, making me come up on those. I would always, uh, I would sleep over my cousin Lennon's house, and he had the original trilogy, 4, 5, and 6. He had yeah. them on VHS. Yeah, and I like would the always box see them everything. there. Yeah, the yeah. box set, and I would always see them there. And it was like three DVD or three VHSs, like per movie or some shit like yeah. that. And I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just, it just never interested me. I was like, oh, those look old. Never, you know what I'm yeah. saying, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was like, oh, those look. I, th- I saw the new one already. I'm good. You yeah, know what I mean? feel that. I never knew like that. You know, what I'm saying from playing the games is really how I got yeah, the background dude. and stuff. You know, did you ever play the Revenge of the Sith game? Yeah, um, dude. on Xbox, yeah, the original dude. Xbox, uh, original Xbox and PlayStation Two. Sick, dude. dude. The, the, Sick. One of the that best. was one of the best Star Wars games. Dude, ever, to this dude. day, it's still my favorite. I think. Nah, I think my favorite, favorite for real, for real, is like Battlefront Two. Like, Battlefront Two, really? PlayStation Two, Battlefront Two. Oh, okay, I was about to say, yeah. play a PlayStation Two, Battlefront Two, or um, uh, Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed is good. One or I two. never played the original Battlefronts. I only played the new ones, and I hated nah, them. Nah, you're yeah, tripping. The I original know. ones were sick, dude. I know. Everyone like, always you just tells sit there me about them. You could play couch multiplayer with your boy and have a f- and just hours, hours, hours. Like if you're really? playing online, dude. dude it was so just sick. so entertaining. There was different classes. And yeah. You can go in different vehicles and shit. And you know there was no lagging. There was no microtransactions or none of that. Yeah, none of that shit. fucking bullshit. Yeah, man. So it was a real classic game, and like that's one of those games where like not even Battlefront Two. I would say the original Battlefront. That's the one that I played the most really and it was just just a pvp mode where we would just either be on the same team or play against each other damn. it was a lot of fun man damn i missed out i guess fuck <laughs> but revenge of the sith was was a great game man one of my yeah. favorite fights is uh, against general grievous dude oh my god he pulls yes. out the four dude dude that shit was so Obi-Wan. sick and then the last one of course like with anakin and obi-wan Th- there's a new game 
No, no, no. Like the last fight in that game is what I meant. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Man. Yeah, that's yeah, one that of the most like, epic fights in, in, in the whole Star Wars. Hell, man. I just love playing multiplayer anthology. with my friends. Yeah, straight up. The multiplayer? Oh, like the fights, no, right? No, like the fights. It's like, yeah, where you could get to fight against yeah, each other? straight up. That shit was fun as I fuck, loved dude. it, dude. That's all I did when I was in Puerto Rico with like my cousins and shit. That's dude, all we played. That I, I didn't play it uh, in DR. What, what I played a lot in DR was uh, Tekken, dude. Oh, my Tekken God. 4. Dude, <laughs> I never got crazy into Tekken or like those like fighting games. Like Mortal, I mean, I was into Mortal Kombat. Oh, PlayStation yeah. 1. Deadly Alliance, dude. Yeah. GameCube. Oh. That's what the fuck I played, dude. Never had a GameCube. You never had a GameCube? Nah, man. Why I was not? always a PlayStation guy. I don't know. For real? Yeah. Man, like, I I was always you. I was always playing Budokai and shit. You know? I had both. You know oh, what I'm nice. I don't know. With those consoles, they were cheap. It was 200 a pop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you one Christmas, one Christmas. Yeah, you know straight up. I feel you, dude. That was the same here. Dude, one one year, dude, I got a PS2 and an Xbox for oh. Christmas. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I was not expecting that shit at all, dude. And so then the next year, I got the GameCube. And so I was like, okay. You were just stacked I, up on yeah, consoles, I had, bro. Hell yeah. But then when the next generation came out, I didn't get a PS3 to, like, await. And they came out, I think, in 06. Yeah, dude. I was pretty late on that, too. I yeah. got it mine in 2010, I think. Holy shit. Yeah. And you know the first game I got, I got to for Christmas? What? It was DJ Hero. <laughs> DJ <laughs> Hero? <laughs> when they tried making that shit work. DJ and Hero was kind of fun, though. Man. It was, but like it was kind of pointless because I remember playing it and realizing you can't really lose. What do you mean? Like, if I, you fucked don't do up, I fucked up so much, and I just still like made it through the song, like, perfect score and i was not perfect but it was passable. still good passable and i was like that's weird so i got yeah. bored with it quick i like i like guitar hero man i was always a pretty big fan of guitar hero guitar hero 3 is probably the best one um, hell yeah that or, or world tour like the drums were shitty on world tour but it was world tour would have been cool. great if rock band didn't come out first I, and I get that, but I still feel like they had to go in that direction. Like, Rock yeah. Band did it, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, at that point, if you got to compete, you got to compete. And they yeah. had to go and do it. Um, but I thought the set list was really good. Yeah, the dude, fact that the you downloads. could sit in there and, and write your own music was really yeah, cool. Yeah, true. I they literally gave you, that. like, a fucking uh, a drum machine yeah. and a guitar machine that you can use. And you, you use the bottom fretboard, and you're hitting higher notes and stuff. So yeah. it was really creative. I thought it was really cool. You could sit there and lay a drum beat down and stuff. And they, they I don't know how accurate it was, but they were saying that the drums, uh, if you did it on Expert, because they had the, the two little hi-hats yeah, there, unlike, they unlike Rock Band or whatever, yeah, that's they said that it was pretty accurate. Like Travis Barker, yeah. you know, he was in the game. Yeah, They, they said that, or he said that, when they were tracking motions, you know, doing mocap, that he just closed his eyes and played the song, how he wrote it, and it came out perfect. And I was like, I don't, I don't know, I don't how, know how true that is. I yeah, think he was just saying that to like, you know, give push for hype it. it up. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it, man. Yeah, but, but I mean, cool. it was still pretty fun, and like, I remember even being I had more trouble with the drums on that than I did Rock Band. Yeah, because it was a little more realistic. You got the yeah. hi hat, you know what I'm saying? You got to cross your arms. With Rock Band, I was never a fan of that because it kind of gave you the wrong impression of playing the drums. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which like, is weird because like that's what I like. That's what got me into wanting to play drums, and I got my own drum kit after, and then I was like, oh, this is very different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember, man, I remember middle school is the worst, man, because yeah. little 12, uh, 12, 13 year olds are the fucking worst. Yeah, dude, they're dicks. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember there was like a, you know, band class, and they had like a, a game night or whatever, and people, Rock Band was one of the games that people brought. And I was playing on medium or some shit, because I'm used to playing on a kit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? At that point, I'd been playing drums for maybe. 
um, maybe a year or two, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't that great either, but I had been playing the drums for like a year or two. I had a real drum kit at my house, and I'm sitting here playing on medium, and some fucking kid is like, who the fuck's playing the drums on medium, dude? You're trash, man, this and that. I'm like, bro, I play on a real kit, man. Yeah. Fuck you, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, people back then, like, it's, it's almost like that South Park episode came true for a little bit. Like, yeah, dude. If you were cool. They tapped into you, something there. Yeah, it's like, dude, I play a real kid. It's like, yeah, but you play a medium in rock band, fucking loser. It's like, <laughs> what? It's like, it didn't matter if you knew how to play actual drums. It's all about the game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, boomer. You know what I'm saying? Dude, yeah, my friends were the same way because, like, I wasn't the greatest on guitar and, like, drums or anything like that. But yeah. I actually played the guitar and drums. But, like, they would just give me shit. Or, <laughs> Hell, there was kids that refused to let me play because I didn't like play on expert. Bro. Even some friends of because mine. Because you didn't play on expert? Yeah, because I didn't play on expert. And they're like, no, you'll just fuck up and blah, blah, blah. And I oh, was like, that's wow. A, that's really lame. Yeah. Man. I was like, I hope you don't fuck with them anymore. Yeah, fuck. No, they were like some of my closest friends. I mean, we obviously, they fucking apologize after that because yeah, they realized yeah. they were being assholes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's dude, many a fight started over Guitar Hero, bro. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. When Guitar Hero Friendships 2, were broken. Yeah, dude. When Guitar Hero 2 first came out, dude. Uh, it was with the SG, the black SG that yeah. you connected to the PS2 with the cable. It yeah. wasn't wireless or nothing. And um, I was playing at my boy's house. He just got that shit. Had Sweet Child of Mine on it, whatever yeah. the fuck, right? <laughs> and we're playing. And at one point, his guitar just stops working or some shit. And he blamed me. He was like, you broke my guitar. Oh, my fucking that. God, of course. Bro, and it ended up coming like we had a fist fight over this, nigga, over this dude's. Yeah, so we got, ended up getting into a fist fight over his guitar. And um, it was not pretty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like we're getting into a fist fight over a plastic over guitar. A fucking game, man. Yeah, yeah. It was real fucking dumb. And um, just shit like that. It was something about Guitar Hero that was so addicting. Yeah. I think that's what it was. It was, um, yeah, man. It was just really addicting. It brought a lot of people together. I kind of blame it for like having people not going outside anymore <laughs> half the time. <laughs> well, it's another thing, too, is it, it introduced, it kind of brought rock back for a little bit. Yeah. You know because I mean? it was kind of, people were kind of like unsure where it was going to go. And then, like, you have Guitar Hero bringing back all these classics. And, like, hell, that's even how I found out about most of the artists I listened to back in middle school. Like, I never heard of, I never listened to Guns N' Roses until that game. For real? Straight up, or Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, I knew about the, the, the bigger bands I knew. Maybe like, um, I didn't know about Slayer before Guitar Hero yeah, 3. I think every, I blood. think that was everyone's Dragon Force. Yeah, Dragon Force. Dragon Force. Dude, when Through the Fire and the Flames was like, that was like the anthem of 2007. Dude. Straight up. That was like yeah. middle schoolers <laughs> like theme. <laughs> Everyone's watching videos of like people doing it on Expert or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm like, dude. you're fucking crazy. I yeah, don't have that man. kind of time. Not me <laughs> either, dude. I would fucking record myself like playing Guitar Hero, like, yeah. doing hammer ons and shit. I'm like, dude, I'm so sick, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like I'm a fucking, fucking badass. Yeah, dude, I could play like, Guitar like Hero. That's South Park episode. Just yeah, like, for real, dude. I mean, this it was so. Fu that's what I loved about South Park was like they would take jabs at shit, but there was like an ounce of truth to it. And so it was like, that's what makes it hilarious is like, yeah. it's super exaggerated, obviously, but there's yeah. that little ounce of truth in there. It's like holding up the mirror to the viewer like that. This yeah. is how you look. Society right <laughs> exactly. now. But um, I mean, uh, uh, on another note, um, is there any uh, like, we're obviously going through a pandemic right now. You yeah. Know I'm saying? I haven't been able, you know, there were two weeks or three weeks i don't even know how many weeks that i missed or some shit yeah before last week i finally brought an episode out and then this week i have you coming on um how has it affected like you know you being able to do your shows and, and do you feel like it's been a 
it's cumbersome. It's weird because like I felt like I was kind of like networking a little more and tr- you know trying to hop on a little more shows because I was actually like trying to take it a little more seriously. And then this kind of hits and it kind of halts it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think it's kind of a blessing because it just gives me more time to work on my material and like what direction I want to go music wise. The um, so yeah, I guess that's the only benefit. I guess it's just giving me more time to work on that. But when it comes to like you know collabor- collaborating with friends and you know stuff like that, it's hard now. Of course, yeah, yeah. I imagine so. Uh, another aspect though is like with this genre. I mean, are there like famous people in your genre? If, like the, um, other than Jay Dilla and, and Nujabez, there's more you know more coming out. Um, Caleb Belkin is one for sure. He's um, I've been listening to his stuff a lot even before I started getting into it. So I guess that's one inspiration. But yeah, Caleb Belkin, he's really good. Um, so like, what would what would obviously you know we make music because we want to express ourselves and yeah. you know it's art and what and whatnot. But at the same time, you 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 if you didn't want to go anywhere with it you wouldn't release it you know what i'm saying yeah so what is the goal with your music what do you want to do uh it's kind of a big question because that's one question i'm it's an answer i'm still trying to like form myself these days because i didn't always really want to do music i always wanted to work on film that Mm -hmm. was my thing like ever since i was a kid like i always wanted to be a screenwriter and work on that i worked on like a couple film sets and stuff but uh then I felt like I was kind of losing my passion for that, or maybe my inspiration was just kind of dying a little bit. So then, you know, when I started messing with music more, it's, you know, I started like having my passion for like, you know, being creative coming back from that. So in a sense, it's still something I'm just trying to figure out as I go. I hear you. Okay. So yeah, it's hard to, to, to try and, um, but I was trying to find that. Yeah. But I would love to, I would definitely love to like play a lot of shows and, you know, even like, you know, just collaborate with other people. Um, a goal of mine would be to like work on like scoring. Like I want to like actually like study, like composing and stuff like that for like film and shit. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I was actually going to say that when you were talking. I mean, maybe you, you're not writing screenplays, but you could be scoring films exactly, or yeah. short films. Yeah, even some songs that, like, on Detox, like, the opening was, like, kind of like something I had in mind, like a Safdie Brothers movie. Like, they did Uncut Gems recently. I fucking love that movie. Such a fucking great movie. Yes, yeah, fantastic. And uh, Good Time with Robert Pattinson. That's another one they did. I heard about it. Dude, I think that's better than Uncut Gems, straight up. What? Straight up, that's like their best film to date. For real? Yeah, because Uncut Gems is uh, awesome. Didn't they do um, Midsommar too? No, that's Ari Aster. Oh, okay. okay yeah, okay. That's it's under the same. Um, under the same um, company, uh, A24. Yeah, A24. Uh, yeah. Production. Production company. company yeah. Called. Yeah. Yeah, they've been putting out some great fucking movies. Man. Dude, they yeah, came out they're of like booming, especially if they're like pushing all these crazy indie movies out that like no one else would ever put out. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta watch Parasite. Dude, if you have Hulu, hop yeah, I on. Do have Hulu. It's on is there. Is it in English? No. Mm. I mean, honestly, Look, man, I know I don't mind <laughs> subbed animes and shit, but goddamn. I mean, yeah, if you don't like, if you don't mind sub animes, then like this should be fine, honestly, because I, I was kind of, I'm still kind of skeptical when it comes to foreign films, mm-hmm. but honestly, like ten minutes in, I completely forgot I was reading subtitles because I was so invested. For real? Yeah, because I was just like, where the fuck is this going? Like, holy shit. Is it, like, weird? Is it a weird movie? No, it's pretty, I mean, it's... Did, no, that's, yeah, I was about to I don't want to say, I don't want to say, say, okay, say it, because okay, it's, okay, it's okay. a hard movie to talk about without saying much, but it's, like, a blend of different genres into one. But you recommend it? I definitely recommend it. I mean, it, it, it was my favorite. It was my year, favorite so. of last year. I didn't even think it was going to win any awards except maybe Best Screenplay, but... 
dude, it was. It took home best picture, right? Yeah, it took home best best director, best foreign film, and or international film now they call it, and then uh, best picture of the year, which is like unheard of for, for an indie film. film? Yeah, or for, for a foreign, foreign film. film. That's fucking cool as shit. Yeah, man. it's crazy. First time for everything. Yeah, like, but then you know, there's still people that are like hating on it because they just don't want to read the subtitles which i don't blame them but well, i think there was an argument being made that if you win best international film you shouldn't be able to win also best picture but i don't see why yeah i mean i don't get why i mean maybe if you're gonna win best picture though you shouldn't qualify for best international but then like that kind of is a giveaway that you're gonna win it's like why yeah they qualify because as soon as it won best international i was like okay that's it mm-hmm. and then it's probably as good as it's gonna get yeah and then <laughs> best director i'm like Okay, that's it. I think. <laughs> I but um, cause I thought for sure, nineteen seventeen was gonna take that shit home. Great movie. Great movie too. Like, dude, I loved it. It was between that and Parasite. I didn't know. I think, I do think, um, Sandler got snubbed for Uncut Gems though. Hardcore he, he, dude. He should have won best. He actor. definitely should have won. At he, least nominated. He did a speech at another award show. The Indie he, Film Awards. Yeah, yeah. That he won um best actor there and. I thought it was a great um, speech. Yeah. I felt bad that he didn't get even, like you said, nominated. Yeah. I feel bad because I read the reason behind it, and I thought it what was, was absolutely stupid. What it was, was the, the Academy came out, and they said, oh, because he's usually not an actor of that caliber. He doesn't do – he's not known for his dramatic roles. He's only known for comedic roles. I'm like – so yeah why so what anything more if reason anything, more reason to like exactly. give him at least a nomination exactly man that may, that's so stupid yeah bro. that's why i don't mess with these award shows anymore you i know? haven't watched one in years i gotta be honest with yeah. you and the only one that i used to watch is like the vmas and i haven't watched yeah. since like i think since kanye did runaway oh my god damn dude you know what i'm saying like way I back really, in the day yeah yeah so um not fucking with any of those award shows and it's for reasons like that you know what i'm saying yeah even the joaquin phoenix speech or whatever that he gave it kind of seemed disingenuous um with the oscars Mm -hmm. you know here's the thing his history with the oscars is very weird i know he's like he doesn't agree with the oscars he just um because he thinks like it's kind of unnecessary because he believes like he's one of those that believes like oh yeah every actor out there deserves this award because they always put the same amount of effort as anybody else um, and he's just always been against it, which it still kind of blows my mind. He even shows up to these events in the first place, though. That's why it seemed kind of disingenuous yeah. for him to be shitting on it while being on stage. And yeah. It's like, well, you're there, dude. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of hard. And I get uh, he's also trying to speak about other issues with his speech and all that. But I don't know. It's just something about it that's off. He's an off dude, you know? Yeah, for sure. A great, he's phenomenal actor. I'm sure a great person, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know the guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I can only I can only make assumptions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look um, Joker was a great movie though. No, no, no. Um, oh yeah, dude, it was fantastic. Not taking anything away from that regard, but yeah, these award shows just kind of have this weird smuggy kind of yeah like, pretentious like feel to them. Pretentious is a good word. Um, did you ever see the Lighthouse? I heard Cause, about because that was another film I thought that was eight twenty four right yeah another eight twenty four film and um, fantastic Robert Pattinson and 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 buddy Willem Dafoe. Yeah, buddy from... Yeah. I know him as the Green Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Green Motherfucking Goblin. Dude, the best of the Spider-Man, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, And you watched it? I haven't oh, I haven't watched it. Oh, I've yet. seen that movie like three times already. It's good. Is it kind of like Castaway? No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> not the best I, I, from the trailers, s- it just looks like two dudes going nuts in a lighthouse. It, it kind of is. That essentially is. Um, And it's strangely kind of funny Okay. on top of it. It's like a 
dark comedy in a way. It's like a horror film, dark comedy, and a bunch of other shit all in one. Is it all in black and white? Yeah, all black and white. And filmed in like uh, in that eight, um, aspect ratio from like way back when. What, it just looks like look a box. Weird? Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Damn, that's weird. I gotta yeah. watch that. It's right. a very... Is it a silent film? No. There's okay. dialogue, but I would suggest subtitles because they talk in these thick old English accents that are like hard to follow. Thick old English? Yeah. Like, like... England Old English yeah. or like American Old English? Uh, English. Like British. British, yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Well, that's another good movie to check out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm probably going to watch Parasite tonight if I have nothing better to do. Dude, go for um, it. Other than that, Spirit Grave. Yes. Man, um, we've been talking for an hour. Uh, let's get these plugs in. Tell people where to find you, where to listen to your uh, EP Detox and, and all that good shit, bro. You can catch me on uh, SoundCloud right now at Spirit Grave and on my Instagram under the same name. Um, I'm going to be releasing some more projects in the future with my friend DJ Recovery and my friend Elves. We're working on some different weird shit, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and I'm also follow you on Instagram? Uh, Spirit Grave, yeah. At Spirit Grave? At Spirit Grave, there yeah. Same All under right. the SoundCloud. And hopefully Detox comes up on Spotify soon. That was the plan before I decided just to release it early. Uh, yeah, a, a tip for you if you want for your releases. Um. Uh, distributor that we use is called DistroKid. I was uh, looking into that. I was going to set mine up uh, probably tonight. Yeah, solid, dude. They'll get it on all that stuff. We're on Apple Music, Spotify, um, uh, Amazon Music, all that stuff. Oh, They're really yeah, good. For sure. I vouch for DistroKid for sure. Um, as far as us, if you're listening to the show, make sure you follow us on Instagram, the Throne Podcast with underscores. Make sure you follow me, JC Revis underscore. Uh, make sure you go and follow Spirit Graves. Go show some love and listen to his EP Detox on SoundCloud and soon to be everywhere now. Uh, other than that, Spirit Grave, yo, Brandon, whatever you go by, my dude, I appreciate you coming by during this pandemic. It's hard to get people in here. Yeah, no. So we're practicing social distancing, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, I, I just really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Whenever yeah, you thanks for having back, me, man. Yeah, definitely come back and um, let your boys know, let your people know for that sure. I need guests and tell them to come through. For sure, man. Sounds good. Awesome, brother. Thank you. Boom. That's a wrap.